Today on the show, Radical Ones, the power is yours! With the beloved 90s cartoon, Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Captain Planet, he's back! The power is yours! It's time to get radical. Hello there, it's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie! Honey, get down! Yeah. And look, I won't go far, okay? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. My name is Grace Jones. Thunder! 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 Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am here joined once again by my dear friend, Cadu. Thank you so much for being back on the show today. Hey, Planeteers, I'm back to save the world. (laughs) Yes! hot off our Power Rangers episode, our Lipstick Jungle episode. It did so well. It was amazing. Yeah, it makes me so happy. Every time I'm back, I'm excited to do it again. And I'm so excited to have you. Today's topic is something that we actually really started talking about right away in our friendship, I feel like. It was, of course, Charmed. And then Captain Planet always started to come up in our conversations. And we both love this cartoon. This is the perfect time, by the way. And Kadu figured this out. The day after is Earth Day, everybody. So this could not come at a better time. Yeah. Happy Earth Day, everyone. If you're listening on Saturday or whatever the, the day of the month, happy Earth Day. And I had no idea, by the way. So that was just magic in itself. Yeah, perfect timing. A little history of you with Captain Planet, Kadu. Your earliest memories, you know, how you came to the show. Yeah, I was very little when I first started watching this show. I remember watching before going to school. It was a ritual, almost. I would have lunch and watch Captain Planet and go to school. So it was very important in my upbringing. And I think the show is very now, even to this day, because we have to talk about those environmental issues. So watching as a young kid, I think it was very important to me and to a lot of of our generation. It's so true. Our generation especially, it's about 33 years later. And it's amazing doing this podcast, Kadu, because we get to relive things like this. But this show, watching these episodes that we selected, brought me back to a child. I couldn't believe the memories. Yeah, and it's so strange to think that 33 years later, the world is in a worse place, you know? Yeah. (laughs) 
It's <laughs> so crazy. It's crazy because we have these important messages that people should recycle. We should protect the earth, and then it's almost like the opposite. We as a people, we are destroying the world. So it's like we are the the echo villains in a way. As we're recording this today, uh, we were just talking off camera even about how the weather has changed and things like that, and how the patterns aren't consistent anymore. So it is so crazy 33 years later yeah it seems like we're living an episode of captain planet yeah and how was your experience with captain planet i feel like i must have started because of brother david i remember him first watching it because he's a little bit older and then it was instant love Cadu. i got so excited like i believe it was like five o'clock in the morning at some times here it would be like an early before a school kind of thing for me and then i think later on they would show reruns but i i loved it i think we had similar things growing up as well like i always pretended i had a ring on the playgrounds and you know picked my favorite planeteer and things like that and it it honestly can do i feel like it consciously did make me more in tune with the environment even like in general so i really feel like it did have a lasting effect on me yeah, I wish I could do more. You know, I'm not a vegetarian or vegan. I wish I were because I love animals. Yeah. But I, I do my best, you know. I know it's not enough, but I try to I try to do my best. Well, that's what it always is, right? Because like you have the power, that tagline that they have, which is fantastic. Fantastic, yes. So it is little things. And they, I think that's what a great message is. It, it does add up, you know. Like if you see a random styrofoam cup or something on the... If you could pick it up and things like that. So I think it does help. Go Planet! Famously, this show has a all-star cast, especially in its first few seasons. Before we get into the English language cast, did you actually have that with, or it would be Portuguese, right? Was there any huge names in the cast? Did they try to mimic that? Were they well-known voice actors possibly in the roles? Yes, here in Brazil, the voice actors are very dedicated and very celebrated. So whenever we watch animation or even movies, people tend to prefer the Brazilian version because we are considered one of the best in the world voiceover-wise. So when Captain Planet premiered, it was our beloved voices, you know, we were all familiar with them. They are not necessarily famous by their image, they are not celebrities. But they are huge voice over actors. You can recognize them by their voices. It was a big deal for us because of their voices, not because of their name, you know? Terra! Fogo! Vento! Água! Coração! Pela combinação dos seus poderes, eu sou o Capitão Planeta! And that's another thing of childhood, Cadu. These voice actors that, like you're saying, they don't have a face per se in, you know, in the camera, but their voices carry through and you could recall them in other things. Yeah. So no Susha as Gaia, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but most of them are still working today. It's crazy in a good way because they are so talented. Oh my God, I love that. And I, I do love the way that Brazil celebrates voice actors. This is another kind 
conversation that Cadu and I have had over the years, even down to the voice of He-Man in Brazil has done, I believe, from the 80s to the Netflix current incarnation of He-Man. I think that's amazing. That's something you don't have happen here, I don't think, too often. And sometimes they are attached to a specific actor. For example, the woman who plays Nicole Kidman or Sandra Bullock, they are the same in every single project. So when people are watching a Sandra Bullock movie, they are hearing that same voice. They think that this is the voice of Sandra Bullock. This is, I mean, going off in a whole other way, but do you get used to, let's say, the voiceover of an actor sometimes? <laughs> or like, <laughs> and you go, wait, that's not their voice. It should sound like this. <laughs> It's funny because from an early age, everything that I've watched was was in original audio, movies, TV shows. The only thing that I remember watching in Portuguese was animation. So animated things are always going to be Brazilian voices for me. And yes. then movies and TV shows are always the, the original audio. Speaking of that... <laughs> okay, so Cadu always brings these amazing gifts to our show. The last time Lindsay Price from Lipstick Jungle and, I mean, countless other things gave us a video. And Cadu, you reached out to somebody. Yeah, I reached out to... Phil Harnage, one of the creators and writers of Captain Planet, and he was so sweet that he recorded a message for our radical ones. So enjoy. Hi, radical ones. This is Phil Harnage. I wrote the Bible for Captain Planet and a bunch of the episodes, and I want to thank you all for being fans. We really put all we had into this show, and we Thought we could change the world, and well, maybe we did in a small way. Um, so I thought I'd show you, well, not only my poster, but my crew jacket, and my t-shirt, and best of all, my Captain Planet flying toy. Um, and I know how fans really love to uh, know things about shows that maybe you're not general knowledge, and so here's a little tidbit for you. Uh, the original voice of Captain Planet was going to be Tom Cruise. Uh, in fact, we recorded the entire first show with him, and unfortunately, Tom Cruise may be a... Uh, great action hero, but he's not a great voiceover hero. Uh, his voice just wasn't quite right, so we got a real voice actor. And uh, uh, as you know, he did a great job. So again, thank you so much for watching the show. And remember, the power is yours. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness. That was absolutely amazing. Not only has Phil done Captain Planet, which is what brought us here today, but he did the Deke 90 Sailor Moon, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Zelda cartoon, He-Man and She-Ra. And he's so, so sweet. You can feel in his voice and the passion behind the Captain Planet universe. So thank you, Phil, so much for, for this amazing message. Truly, thank you 
you, Phil, for taking your time to record this, showing off your items that you have in your collection. Thank you, of course, to Cadu. He just surprised me with this one day. So this man is amazing. I'm actually very glad that, judging by what he's saying, and, and as well as the English Captain Planet voice that I grew up with, I am very happy Tom Cruise was not involved. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think the same, because in a way, they are celebrating voice actors that it's Captain Planet and the Planeteers. They are all voice actors. And we have, of course, a lot of famous famous celebrities doing the, the Echo Villains, and it's great. But I think it's so special to have that voice actors doing the show from first season to last season. Especially the Planeteers. So, of course, we have Kwame, which is LeVar Burton for Reading Rainbow for people that might remember that. He was on also... Star Trek, then I think it was the next generation. Let our powers combine. And so he is definitely well known and celebrated. Of course, we have Whoopi Goldberg, who was Gaia only in a few of the seasons. Through your power rings, each of you can control one power of nature to a limited degree. And it was in the mix of Ghost and Sister Act, which is amazing. So true. So she was at the height of her career. Yeah. Other, like, one of the hugest names would be Meg Ryan. Of course, America's sweetheart and playing one of my favorite characters ever. Oh my god, she's amazing, Dr. Blight. <laughs> she's just fabulous. She is. I hope you didn't think I ran out on you, Mal, baby. The thought never entered my database. And her sidekick, which was so funny, Kadu, re-watching the pilot episode when we get into it, Mal had a completely different voice. I always remember Tim Curry doing it in English. So evidently he took over in the first season at some point, but Mal, her counterpart computer, it was another favorite character of mine as well. Yeah, so funny and and unique. I mean, truly. And their chemistry is amazing. I, I really love when this big villain has a funny psychic and they play off of each other. And yes. I love when I love when she's pissed at him and she slaps the, the machine. It's very, very funny. <laughs> the really cool thing about her is that she's beautiful, but she always has hair down over one eye because she does have this scar on her face. So I always thought that was so, I mean, it's not unique in the sense, but very mysterious. All right? It's very mysterious. You she get like a peak of this. <laughs> yeah, she has this diabolical aura around her and she's, like you said, beautiful and sexy and very smart because she's like this amazing scientist and knows all about robotics and technology, but she's trying to destroy the world, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm getting an idea that's nasty, even for me. And she is, of course, our sole female villain of the show, the in the entire run, it seems. I'm sure there was probably like a one-off, maybe bad female character involved, but she was the big bad. She really was. She is my favorite Echo villain. Do you have another one? Do you agree with me? I agree. I agree. I think it's just so, the fact that she's smart, that she has Mal, the computer sidekick, all of the things we mentioned, that like a true strong boss female character. And she's responsible for a lot of terrible things, you know? She replicated the rings of the planeteers and created so captain smart. pollution 
which is very, very dangerous to, to them. And, and what a great idea, matter of fact. That, I mean, that whole episode was, was yeah, such a genius idea. It's so memorable because now the Echo villains are the planeteers and they <laughs> each one have a different <laughs> skill, you know? They have like super radiation, deforestation, toxics, smug, and hate. Hate was perfect. Was perfect, perfect for Dr. Blight, you know? <laughs> and a perfect counterpart to Matisse's heart power, yeah, of course. I think that th this storyline is so funny and special and terrifying. Then let our polluting powers combine! Super radiation! Deforestation! Smog! Your polluting powers combined, I am Captain Pollution! And I love Dr. Blight because she's so out of this world, you know, she's very larger than life. Truly an over-the-top character. I mean, I I'm trying to think Verminous Scum, which was the, yeah. the rat character. I always thought he stood out as well. I mean, it is, again, another big name, Jeff Goldblum in the English cast for a lot of his appearances, but he always did stand out. I don't know if it's because they used him a lot more or whatever the case is, but I think he might be my second. Yeah, I agree because in a strange way he is so diabolical his episodes are one of the the most memorable ones you know yes. <laughs> he is yes. the villain of that episode where Linka is addicted to drugs and then the HIV AIDS episode he's also the villain so I think he was very very dangerous and yeah he's totally my second favorite villain need more bliss Sorry, Jim, but the price of bliss has gone sky high. That isn't enough to buy even one pill. And I think it is smart to have a character. Now, someone might say this is not a, a villain that has to do with, let's say, the environment, but it does fit perfectly in with Captain Planet, I believe. Those episodes made sense, I think, in the show. Totally, and the title of that episode, the drugs episode, is Mind Pollution, and I remember one of the, I think one of the planeteers thinking, oh, but this is not a, a pollution problem, and then I think it's Gaia or Captain Planet says, oh, but it's a mind pollution, and it's yes. uh, a metaphor, you know, I think that's really smart. Before we get into the episodes, our main planeteers, Kwame, like we mentioned. Kwame is from Africa and possesses the power of Earth. Wheeler is from Brooklyn, New York. Especially in the first episode, Kadu, in the English, that actor was putting that New York accent on really strong. Well, no one is going to tell me how many kids I can have. <laughs> Linka from, this says Eastern Europe, but originally it used to say the Soviet Union, I remember. Yes, somewhere in Russia, maybe? Yes, yeah, they do the swap for you too, Kadu, in, yeah. in the in the dialogue. Okay, so the title, yeah, when she's like Flinka from blah blah blah. Yes, <laughs> she has the power of wind. We have Gee hailing from Asia, and she controls the power of water. And Mati from Brazil, who has.
has the power of heart and he does have his little pet spider monkey, I believe, Suchi. Yes. Now, are the names the same, Kadu? Yes, they are the same. Out of all of them, I mean, I know, but for the radical ones out there, your favorite planeteers or ones that you really are drawn to? My favorite is Linka, of course, because I love a sassy character and she has my favorite power, which is wind. So I really love her and her storylines, but I really love all of them. I really love Yi. I think something about females that always speaks to me and I love her power as well, water, but I really love the guys as well. I think Mati is the one who gets a bad rap for some reason because some some people (laughs) say his power is useless, but as Captain Planet said himself, it's one of the strongest powers because it's love, it's empathy, and I think Mati is a very special character. I don't care what people think, and being from Brazil and from South America, I think it's it's really nice to have a, a representation of us. But I want to play. Besides, heart power is important too. It's so true because not only was this cast very racially diverse, but even down to size because Mati is smaller and he always, I remember, has these episodes where he feels that he's not as strong as the others, but truly, like you're saying, heart keeps them together. Heart is he's able to communicate with Hope Island with his power. It, it truly is a, a great power. Yeah. And who is your favorite planeteer? And who <laughs> do you think you would be if you were one of the planeteers? Well, Linka for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're a broken record, the two of us. <laughs> like, we always like I the think same. every gay guy sh- must love Linka for some reason. Yeah. And Key too. I think it is. <laughs> But it's for the same reasons you mentioned. It's Linka has that very strong personality, but then at the same time, she has wind, which I think is a fantastic power. Gee was just very lovable, even in the episode we're going to talk about with Linka's cousin. She was the only one that stood to help him. Yeah, true. So she has such a big heart. I do love the male characters as well. Like Kwame is a great leader. He's very kind. Mati is just a sweetheart. And of course, we is so New York and so like fiery and to the point Linka and him playing I do love that Wheeler uh, Linka how many kids would you want to have why? I probably would be Mati because I love animals so much and I, I would love to talk to them <laughs> <laughs> I often speak to animals but none have spoken back. Yeah, it, it would be so special to communicate with animals in a higher level. A perfectly said, yes, exactly, on a higher level to connect with them. Yeah, because in a way, we are always communicating with them, but unfortunately, they can't speak. And I think Mati is the one who can understand what they're saying, what they're feeling. I love that. Again, heart brings everyone together. But you, I, I would always say a wheeler, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's so like he's a city boy and sometimes he he lost his temper yeah (laughs) yeah and uh i think i have that in me but in my good days i would like to think i'm i'm also (laughs) mati because when i love a person i try to give them all my best and put them their needs first in a way so i think if i have to choose with my mind i would go with wheeler but if i have to choose with my heart i would go with mati here linka 
Try this. You were so a Mati too, definitely. But Wheeler, you do have that fiery personality, which is great. Like yes. you said, and his ring is fire. You know, I'm an Aries. <laughs> I'm on fire too. Well, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. It's true. He's he's the perfect fire sign, much like Cadu. And of course, we have Captain Planet himself, and Gaia is the force. She is Mother Nature who brings them all together. And Captain Planet was created by Ted Turner who is a billionaire environmentalist and founder of CNN and so many other channels. And Ted was actually married to Jane Fonda from, I think it was 1991 to 2001. So Jane was very in the Captain Planet moment. Yeah, and I think it's so special that even after their their breakup, Jane was still involved with Captain Planet, you know, because we have the Captain Planet Foundation and she is very much involved she goes to to the lunches and to the benefits so i think it's it's very nice to see someone big like jane fonda involved in captain planet in a way you mentioned the captain planet foundation that's true Kadu. this actually still a foundation yeah after 30 years it's, it's still going strong that is absolutely amazing i think i as of a like last two years i remember they even still have an official website i think it's like captainplanet.com that yeah. it's I think it's still it's still going, at least the, the foundation one. My goodness. Yeah, and I think it's it's amazing coming from a mind of a billionaire like Ted Turner to create That's such a to create true. such a, a character because normally billionaires are are seen as the villains because they are always destroying everything. Yeah, matter of fact, one of our eco villains, right? Yeah. Loot and plunder, he is uh, a billionaire. One of these like he wears like a, a, a coat made out of rare animal fur and things like that so yeah usually that's what you get as a villain so i think it was nice of him to to be involved and create this kind of show because like you said 33 years later we're still talking about it and we are trying to to still save the planet speaking of that by the way kadu deke history was 1990 to 1992 they did the first run of 113 episodes yeah i remember it had changed but I didn't realize that Hanna-Barbera actually took over the animation in 1993 to 1996, where the title of the show, which I did remember this part, was The New Adventures of Captain Planet. And this is kind of where I think they would say the series, they say jump the shark. (laughs) Yes. Especially in season six. Oh my goodness. Especially like we just saw the intro to the last season and it was the B-52s and it was like a rap and I don't know how you go from Captain Planet, that theme song, to going to that. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's the man. Leading the Chargers' number one fan. Check him out, you're gonna see. He's the Mega Mac Daddy of Ecology. Captain the Hero with the gumption. Take on the overpopulation and consumption. Yeah, he can use a better groomer. Some people say he's got a bad sense of humor. I'm bad. Oh, an eco-villain, run amok, blundering intelligence. Yuck! After the level of playing field with a PhD in sustainable yield. But he's not the only hero for Earth. Guys, wisdom gave the planeteers birth. Wheeler's the fire monkey. He's got heart. He's got the power to make water sparks. Swami's rocket with element Earth. And Licka uses wind for all she's worth. Still green 
deadlies and blights trash our planet. It's up to us to say we won't stand it. Raise your voice and challenge your peers. Stay as way cool to be planeteers. The power is yours. Yeah, crazy. When, when you first sent it to me, I thought it was a joke. Like, oh, this is a meme. And then I, <laughs> I started to remember. I think, oh wait, I think this is actually real. <laughs> crazy. I would never think that this was Captain Planet. But the good part is, I think everyone remembers the first three or four seasons. So. Yes. <laughs> that's a good thing because normally in a show that goes that long people tend to leave it in a in a few years so i think when the show kind of jumped the shark in a way people are weren't watching it as much you know so the the legacy of the first three or four seasons are intact i love that so true it seems more and more high stakes decisions are ending up in my hands while still of the challenge, I worry some decisions might not get the attention they deserve. Working with Aeon means I've got their whole team in my corner, with advanced analytics and expert insights that put things in the right context. It's the gut check I need to stay on top of it all. Better decisions. Aeon. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't they see all that trash they are leaving behind? Why don't they pick it up? Because they think someone else will do it. Now they know that trash does not go away by itself. We all have to do our part. Not be part of the pollution. Be part of the solution. When it's trash time, can it? The power is yours! One of the things that I love about Captain Planet is the Planeteer alert. I think this is such a, a smart move to end the episodes with that special message. Every single week, we got a new reminder to, to save the Earth and to be better with the, the planet, which I think is very important. And it's so, so quick, you know, I think it's 30 seconds, sometimes less. And I think it, it was a nice touch to, to have that. 
What do you think about the Planeteer alert? It, it's so true. It was it was during that time when cartoons would have a I feel like a moral to them, and you yeah, know, especially, less... in, especially in the nineties. Exactly. This was the height of it. I feel like Captain Planet with these alerts. Even you would even get two sometimes. I think if they had to maybe like fill some extra time, you would get like a duplicate one. Yeah. It is so smart. It brought the characters. As a matter of fact, a lot of times they would be interacting with kids or doing day-to-day activities, you know, recycle your newspaper kind of thing. So it, it does help because kids could do something simple like that. Oh, are you recycling the paper, mom and dad? Or, you know, things like that. So smart. And easy stuff to do. We're, exactly. They were not asking for you to be someone that you're not. It was just like you said, oh, if you have something that you can recycle, please recycle. Oh, don't waste water and stuff that we yes. can that even kids can do exactly if you're in the park throw the litter inside of the trash can yeah and those are those little things that add up like we were saying earlier that really do make a difference our world is in peril gaia the spirit of the earth can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet she sends five magic rings to five special young people from africa with the power of earth North America, we live with the power of fire. From the Soviet Union, Minka with the power of wind. From Asia, Yi with the power of water. And from South America, Mati with the power of heart. When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion, Captain Planet. The power is yours! Well, why don't we start with the pilot episode, Cadu? This is the first one. This is A Hero for Earth, which aired on September 15th of 1990. The description would be, Gaia, the spirit of the Earth, is sleeping in her chamber on Hope Island when she is disturbed. Upon waking, she learns that Earth is in serious danger. She decides to summon five special young people from across the globe to fight for Earth. Earth. What are your general feelings of this pilot? I think my my one thing would be that it is a perfect setup to me of the characters and their personalities with the elements. I thought it was like perfectly done. Yeah, I agree. I think it was perfectly done. And as I mentioned it before, I think it was in our Power Rangers episode. I can remember, but I I really don't like when we have oranges stories. Yes, they, because, I remember that because they take too long. But here they were very fast and very easy with the the conversation. You know, like oh, we have this mythology, we have these rings, we have these powers. Give them to the planeteers, and boom, boom, boom. We were already <laughs> in the the story, and they were already having their powers. So from beginning to end, we have that journey. You know, we didn't waste any time of them. Lo- oh my God, what's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> it was like, okay, I have this magic ring. Let's do it. You know, you're right. There was no apprehension at all. They no. were just so true, Cadu, because even the costume change was quick when they like the team gets there. Like the next scene, it would cut to them flying in the, their ship, but they are they already in their planeteer uniform. So yes, it was just easy. They set up the characters 
characters well enough that we got their personalities. You know, Wheeler's this fiery personality. You know, him and Linka might fight all the time, but they really do like each other. So what do you think about the location of Hope Islands? I wish this place really existed. It looks gorgeous. Gorgeous. I really think that the episode did a great job in every single aspect because they introduced the characters and even the the locations like Hope Island, we get to to see this beautiful place. We were able to meet Gaia. She's beautiful. She's powerful. (laughs) I think it's really funny when she wakes up and she... (laughs) And she was like, oh, I think I slept too long. So much for drama. Yeah, she looked like she just passed out on like a piece of furniture, right? She Imagine if, if you go to a nap and you wake up like a hundred years later. With water dripping on your head. It's hysterical to me every time I watch that. She was like, oh, I think I slept too long. I thought the same thing. And the pose just made me laugh so much, Gadu. That she was just, yeah, her hands are up. One was over her head. One day the, the planet is perfect and the next when she wakes up is like almost ending that was funny right that alert went off at that time it didn't even give her enough time to try to like fight this it went right to uh uh-oh it's really bad right now gaia (laughs) wake up but i do agree i think hope island is beautiful and then cuts to to the world to the city that it's melting and breaking apart so Yeah, I wish we could have this Hope Island. And this is, of course, the first appearance of Hoggish Greedley, the pig character, and his sidekick, Rigger. Yeah. <laughs> Those names, my God. Great for his character because he is so, like, you know, piggish looking. He he truly is. Yeah, like, very disgusting. Disgusting. And so is Rigger, actually, his partner. Kadu, were you always one of these kids that thought of how did they know from start what order to put their powers together? Even with Power Rangers, I always thought this. It's like, how do you know which power to summon first? You know, you just go earth, fire, like, could you do heart? Could you do... <laughs> Let our power... Powers combine. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. I never thought of that. I think they probably did it once and stick to the the same yeah. <laughs> routine. Like, okay, you you said it first, so um, we were always gonna say it say it like that. That's so smart. That's so true. The rings were so special. I remember here in Brazil, the merchandising and the stuff they were selling were always the rings and the Captain Planet action figure. I used to have them all. I used to play with the rings. I used to have the my toy. Yeah, the great way to include the kids. I always wanted to find more of the Planeteers. I actually was lucky enough to get Gee and Linka, but... Yeah, because it, w- it was always Captain Planet or the rings. The toys, I matter of fact, even were made on recycled cardboard, I remember. So yeah, they really tried. They really <laughs> tried. But I think they got a little bad press because not all of the the materials were recycled. I yes. Something <laughs> yes. like that. But in a way, they tried. It, it was the 90s. They did try. 
really great pilot episode. It was about 22 minutes. Is there any else things that stand out for you in this episode? No, I think in general, they have the same formula, which I think it's very smart for kids to be repetitive and to just change the the problem, change the the outline of the story. But I think it's, it's a kid's show. You know, I remember being a kid, I used to watch the same thing over and over and over again. So to have a show, yeah, to have a show doing that and just changing the problem changing the villain but the structure is the same i think it's it's magical for a kids show because we always wanted to watch the same things and you're right it's that structure that you get used to even the summoning sequence like we're saying with where the earth fire wind you know so it is that repetition that is great yeah and that is why we're gonna bring up these two important episodes because they were talking about important topics Truly. So, if we go into sequence order, our next episode would be episode 5, which is Deadly Ransom. We skip to October 13th of 1990. This is our first appearance of Dr. Blight, Mal, and Duke Nukem. So you get two eco-villains in this episode, Kadu. It is Dr. Blight and Duke Nukem hold Captain Planet prisoner in Antarctica, demanding that the Planeteers give them a lifetime supply of nuclear waste and return for his safety without their powers the planeteers must mount a daring rescue in order to save captain planet oh <laughs> where did they think they were going to get the lifetime supply of nuclear waste cad do i don't <laughs> i don't have a clue because this is one of the episodes that makes no sense in a way <laughs> Because their plan is trying to destroy the world. I think they they want to repopulate right. or something. Do they? You're right. What are they going to do when the world is over? I never understood that with villains in general. But it was a special episode because it was the first episode of Dr. Blight. Oh my god, yes. This icon was born. <laughs> Truly. And Duke Nukem actually was, he is such a 90s character. A matter of fact, the name, I love this Kadu. It turns out that Captain Planet creators didn't copyright that name. And that is why we have the famous video game called Duke Nukem. Because they stole it from <laughs> yeah. Captain Planet. Wow. Come get some. That's something else. This shows the Planeteers on their own for the first time, really, I'm assuming. Because this is episode five. Yeah. They're not having the ability to contact Captain Planet and call him. And they feel lost, right? They keep having Mati contact Gaia. She comes, she goes, she comes, she goes. <laughs> It's really showing that these kids are very capable. Truly, yeah. And one of the things that I truly love in our next episode, which is Mission to Save Earth, part one and two, it's the fact that all these villains are working together. We have Dr. Blight, we have Nukin, we have Plunder, we have Mal, we have Sludge, we have Scum. We have so many of them. And I think it's very creative, like we mentioned, when they are doing a show that is repetitive in a way, to have that the fresh story with all the villains and creating Captain Pollution, like we said before. What do you think of that plot twist? It was such a great idea, Kadu. I love that it also was two parts because it made it even feel more grand that the villains were all together and then you have to 
to actually wait to find out what happens. A matter of fact, that was May 4th and May 11th. So that was Whoa. quite, that was a right, like a long wait to have to figure out what was happening. Such a major cliffhanger. Us kids of the 90s, this is what we had to deal with. There's no binging for us. <laughs> no. I wish there was. This episode, Kadu, it gets right into the action. Which I love. Right? It's like you said, you don't waste any time. You see them on a mission already and it's wrapping up, which is a great plot line I love in a lot of shows, a matter of fact. Like, I like those, oh, we're wrapping it up in the first few minutes to set up something more. Yeah, something bigger. Something, and truly, I mean, we mentioned him earlier, but Captain Pollution, how did they do his voice in Brazil? Because here he has a surfer dude, like a typical 80s, 90s character that like yeah man whoa did they do something like similar with his voice did they make him more menacing yeah they did i think it it was the same actor doing the voice but they did in a more terrifying way so it's like i'm captain palusia you know it's larger than life how funny the difference because ours was like goofy and really like very strange very strange (laughs) very goofy sounding I, i gotta put a clip in Oh, have a heart, Captain Planet. Oh, don't worry, Pollution. Now that you're all clean, I'm just gonna put you out to dry. Well done! Hooray! Outstanding! And I think Captain Pollution came back just once more or a couple of times. He did come back again. You're right. I'm surprised this wasn't more of a... I mean, I guess you have to figure how to get the rings again. But I think this is a great enemy. Someone that equals Captain Planet equally. In a way. Although our captain is stronger, of course. (laughs) Good versus evil. Good versus evil. Exactly. This was one of those episodes again where the planet... Planeteers are left on their own. Not only are they just brave enough, but we get this Commander Crash. Commander Crash. And I always remember this episode as a kid, Kadu. I thought it was genius that he makes these devices out of electronical devices to mimic their powers. Yeah, and so ahead of this time, dealing with the technology. So, I mean, truly, he even had a wind machine for Link. I mean, my God, Commander Crash. Money was not a problem for them. No, no. Yeah, where did they... Where He was on an island, right? This For how many years? Where did he get all that money? Hmm. It's one of those things, right? Yeah. But this was truly an epic episode. The two-parters, the grand scale of Captain planet being covered with pollution and you know them having to carry him off the field basically on a gurney very dramatic and i love those kind of episodes because it shows how much the planeteers are working as a team when they are on their own they have to come up with ways to work together and save captain planet and save the world mind pollution then this is september 14th of 1991 it was notable for dealing with the issue of drug abuse. This was explained by the fact that the characters thought of drug addiction as a pollution of the minds, like we said earlier. This episode revolved around an epidemic of a disaster drug known as Bliss, created by Vernimus Scum, and it included a scene of Linka's cousin Boris jumping through a window and dying
dying from a drug overdose. They didn't mention that he's bleeding from his arms. I forgot all about that scene. My god, Kadu, I couldn't believe it when the glass cut his arms open. It was so shocking to me to not only have this major episode focusing on drugs, I, I think I never saw that in a kid's show. And then never. having never to deal like with- this. Yeah, and then having to deal with addiction, not only Boris, but Linka was strict to having that bite and being addicted her herself. Thank god, oh my god. And they they were so genius to have the, the addicts acting like zombies because for kids they were trying to Amazing. take a message that if you mess with drugs you're gonna be like a zombie person and then they finished the episode showing that if you risk it all you could die unbelievable and then linka at the end of this i mean we have to add a few more but linka actually says they mentioned like withdrawal because she didn't the whole thing was she didn't know she was having these drugs. He got her addicted secretly. But she says the pain of withdrawal is nothing compared to the pain of losing her cousin. And that's how it ends. It was. But <gasps> I think it's. Oh my God. Besides the drama, of course, I think it's hysterical because in the next scene, they leave his body oh, yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they fly away and nobody talks about it again. So it was very, very funny in a dark way to see that, that Boris guy dead. And they're like, okay, bye. Your mind's too polluted to use your ring. Boris? Boris, what is wrong? I'm sorry. No, you are lying. Boris, it's me, Linka. Wake up. Linka is dead. No, no, no. Oh, Miller. These things killed Boris. Oh, without this, I cannot stand the pain. They left him on top of the Capitol building? Because yes. that was the other thing. They, it was DC and these zombies broke him to the Capitol. And then, they, yeah, they left him. But I mean, this whole episode was daring like that. <laughs> From the beginning, the fact that Linka gets dropped off, right, for this vacation. And the first thing he does is almost explode the house because he accidentally hits a bottle of rubbing alcohol and the stove goes up. <laughs> Wow, the drama, Cadu. But I, I thought they did a great job because I remember watching that episode when I was a kid. Yes. And even to this day, when people talk about Captain Planet, of course, they talk about Planeteers and Captain Planet itself. But they always bring it up, the drugs and the HIV AIDS episodes, because they were so well done and scary and started a conversation. I, I mean, tr like you're saying, they were scary. They were zombies. It, it felt horrible. This whole city was, they called it, you know, a bliss ep epidemic. It was like a zombie apocalypse. And they did show you the true horrors of what drugs could do to you. And again, what other show, like you were saying, attempted to do this in a cartoon? Never. Yeah, especially in the second season. I think it was 1991, maybe? 1991, yes. Shocking. Should we get into one of the most shocking episodes? Yes, of course. Season 3 episode 63 November 21st of 1992 a formula for hate 
So I don't know how it was in Brazil, Cadu, but please tell me if it was something similar. I actually remember this being a big special here in the States. Like, I remember they saying it was going to air. They had it in the TV guides here, like this special Captain Planet. I want to even say it might have even aired in the night or something like that. Like, I, it was a special episode. So did they have this call to attention as well in Brazil? I don't remember, to be honest, but I think it's hearing from you i think it's very special they have this big announcement and big thing because in the 90s hiv aids was such a, a threat to everybody who was very prejudiced about and the show was very educational you know about hiv aids and i think they show a, a human way to to deal with the unknown especially back then and it was very important for everyone involved and i think it, it adds a lot more heart when you have elizabeth taylor involved that was something else yeah, again, another big name, Elizabeth Taylor and Neil Patrick Harris, this poor child that, you know, finds out that he is positive due to a blood transfusion. Yeah, and Elizabeth Taylor was a, a huge advocate, you know, and it was very, very important to have this kind of episode, especially in a kid's show. I, I think this one, I totally, I can say without a doubt, I never saw a kid's show. Yeah. Speaking of that topic. Never. Ever. I don't think ever again, right? Yeah, Never. Yes. This was a clear memory in my head, Cadu. I remember us recording this on a VHS tape, and then I asked the teacher the next day, I think. For, for some reason, I was that kid. I brought Power Rangers in, and I'm like, can you put this on? Oh, so sweet. I brought this episode in, and I kept saying this is a very important episode. <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but she agreed the teacher to put it on. And I brought this in. I remember watching this with classmates. It's just crazy to think now. First of, I don't know where I got these balls to ask. I would never do that nowadays. It's so funny that when I was younger and I'm like, would you put this Captain Planet episode and, on? And it shows how special you were because the episode touched in a very important topic of differentiating HIV and AIDS. You know, because back then when when people were diagnosed with HIV, they would automatically say, oh, you you have AIDS. And that was not true. When uh, I think they did a great job educating people that if you, you are HIV positive don't have AIDS you know especially now we have treatment and prevention and a right. lot of information so to quote Captain Planet I think uh, information is power and the power is yours so it was great to, to, to start a conversation back then and then years and years later we are so ahead of, of where we were back then so I think it was great to, to hear you say that when you were a kid you <laughs> You wanted to show this episode to the class because it was a stood out episode. Truly, Cadu. Truly. Y you said it so beautifully. You summed it up because it does teach, especially children, in an easy way that it is two different things. And it's also like the coach said, and by the way, this coach was such an amazingly written character. Truly, truly was. Your mother called. She's worried. You want to talk? Nothing to say. It's all over. Not the way I hear it. Coach, I've got AIDS. Wrong. You're HIV positive. Big difference. It could be years before you even get sick. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. They probably won't even let me play in the big game. Wrong again, Andrews. You're gonna be playing in that game. And anybody who says otherwise will have to deal with me. 
You sure, Coach? You worked hard to get here, Todd. I'm not gonna let you quit on me now. Thanks, Coach. Come on! Let's work on your crossover dribble. Oh my god, I, I really hope there are coaches like this in people's lives. He said, you know, you can't get it from touching or hugging or even sharing, you know, the same cup. I, I, I remember this, Cadu, from this episode. So it, it it's something that's lasted 30, 30 something years now. Hey, what's he doing here? He's not gonna infect my players. Get him out of here! He's got AIDS! It's okay, Coach. I don't want to cause trouble. Stay put, Todd. This is supposed to be a school, but I think these people need a little education about the HIV virus. May I have your attention, please? A lot of you are worried about AIDS, and there's a rat in your midst who's been spreading lies. Give him the facts, Coach. You can't get AIDS from casual contact. Hugging, touching, they're okay. You can use the same water fountain or eat in the same cafeteria. It's safe. You've been led astray by lies. Todd hasn't changed. That's right. He's the same kid who played his heart out for you right here on this court last week. Deal with the real, people. Get the facts. If Todd had any other disease, you'd be cheering him on. Right now, Todd needs your support. The power is yours. So what are you gonna do? Turn your back on him? Or give him the chance he deserves! No! Get him out of here! Take a hike, rat face! What are you waiting for? You heard the people? Suit up! Thanks, Captain Planet. Now go win your game, Todd. Which leads me to a question. Would you like to see a Captain Planet reboot or remake today? You know, Cadu, isn't it strange that this is one show that has been talked about for years but still has nothing in a sense of a reboot? Because I thought this would be prime now. Yeah, we need a Captain Planet today. In fact, the, the remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, it's in talks since, I don't know, 2015-16 with yeah, Leonardo so DiCaprio and Glenn Powell involved, but nothing so far. And I think it would be a huge thing, even if it's another animated series. I think they are trying to make a live-action movie, but I would be okay if they just did another animated series. So I wish they can do it because the time is perfect. Like we said, we need those kind of information back again the world is just like ending and for a, <laughs> for a selfish reason i would love to see a captain planet reboot if, especially if it's a live action one because i would love to see renee zellweger playing dr blight is that not perfect i think it would be the perfect casting and something new for her i, I never saw her do something like that she did a, a villainous kind of character in the netflix show what if but yes. nothing compared to a <laughs> larger than life character like dr blight that would be perfect but here's the thing now would meg ryan come out of nowhere and go i want to play her oh <laughs> perfect as well but for some reason i keep seeing renee and renee's renee. one of my favorite actresses so i agree i think she's perfect for that maybe there's hope kaju because you are the one that sent me those funko pops leaks that are coming out of the planeteers and yeah holy crap amazing Thing. I so want I so want them. Oh my god, the team. Yes, the whole team. The please. whole team. 
Did you ever hear this, speaking of a live-action show, the Cartoon Network evidently for years was trying to do a live-action Captain Planet series that just never got made. So that was another, evidently, way they were going to bring it back as a live-action show every week. But no, never happened either. (laughs) Yeah, fingers crossed for some Captain Planet energy out there. And maybe someday. I hope that we come back when we record another episode soon and we have more information. Like, guess what? It actually happened. Captain Planet's back. And guess what? Academy Award winner Renee Zellweger (laughs) is doing Dr. Blight. Maybe we should get this petition to start online. (laughs) Yeah. This was such a great conversation. I hope that we stress the importance that this show meant to us, what it meant to a whole generation of Planeteers. Again, 33 years later, this show has stood the test of time. We're still hoping for the reboot like we were just talking about. And thank you to also to Phil again for his amazing video that he sent us that you'll actually be able to see on Instagram. Cadu, thank you again, of course for being here thank you ryan thank you radical ones thank you phil and thank you all of the planeteers out there it was such an honor to talk about captain planet one of my favorites growing up and yeah keep protecting the planet happy earth day happy earth day radical ones if you want to find cadu on instagram you can find this lovely man on cadu your insta cadu luongo which will be in the description box below as well as the radical retro rewind podcast one word on instagram we're on tiktok we're on youtube and we will have that video from the captain planet writer phil harnage on tiktok and well as our instagram thank you again radical ones thank you again to my amazing friend kadu for sharing these memories and being on the show and just having me smile the entire time thank you and remember the power is yours wind water by your powers combined i am captain planet captain planet he's a hero gonna take pollution down to zero he's our powers magnified and he's fighting on the planet side captain planet he's a hero gonna take pollution down to zero gonna help him put asunder bad guys who like to inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.